Hello and welcome to another episode of Cypherma Research Podcast. Today, we'll be discussing Iran as a threat actor, as reported on by the Cypherma Research Team. Cypherma combines cyber intelligence with attack surface discovery and digital risk protection to deliver early warning, personalized, contextual, outside-in, and multi-layered insights. We have built the next generation of i-powered threat intelligence platform called External Threat Landscape Management, ETLM, to provide cyber defenders with the hacker's view to help clients prepare for impending attacks. Cypherma is headquartered in Singapore with offices in Japan, India, the US, and the EU. Customers include both governments as well as Fortune 500 companies across manufacturing, financial services, retail, industrial products, natural resources, and pharmaceutical industries. Let's talk about Iran. Things are heating up between Iran and the United States in the Middle East. On Sunday, January 28, three U.S. service members were killed in an Iranian-linked drone attack on the Tower 22 U.S. military outpost in Jordan, near the Syrian border. This constituted one of over 160 such attacks on U.S. targets in Iraq and Syria since October 7, when Hamas started a new round of war with Israel. In response, the U.S. launched simultaneous attacks on 85 Iranian-linked targets, stoking fears of an even wider regional conflict in the Middle East. The recent escalation in hostilities involving Iran-backed militias and the United States, coupled with a surge in Israeli strikes on Iranian positions in Syria, seems to have compelled Tehran to reassess elements of its regional strategy. The very public announcement by Iran of moving its personnel out of the way of U.S. reprisal signifies at least a temporary recalibration towards a less risk-prone overt Iranian posture in the region, aiming to reduce Tehran's military footprint. The reverse side of the same coin is then likely to be a move towards intensification of operations in other domains, mainly in cyberspace. Neither Iran and its non-state allies nor the United States wish for a broad regional confrontation, but there are many ways in which a war between Israel and Hamas could trigger one. In some respects, the Gaza war is playing into Iran's hands. For the time being, it has frozen the potential for normalization of relations between Saudi Arabia and Israel, which from Tehran's perspective would greatly improve the position of its sworn enemies. It has also exposed the reach of the so-called Axis of Resistance, a collection of Iranian-backed armed groups, Hezbollah in Lebanon, various militias in Iraq and Syria, the Houthis in Yemen, and the Palestinian militant groups Hamas and Islamic Jihad, over which Tehran exercises varying degrees of control. Tehran has also always explicitly welcomed the wave of anger directed against Israel and the United States throughout the Middle East. But the war comes at an inopportune time for Tehran. Its relations with Washington have barely eased after a period when the regime brutally suppressed mass civil protests and when relations were severely damaged by the supply of arms to Russia's war in Ukraine. In August, the United States and Iran exchanged detainees, alongside a tacit agreement under which Tehran discouraged Iraqi and Syrian militias from attacking U.S. forces, slowed its development of nuclear weapons and cooperated better with U.N. inspectors. All supposedly in exchange for easing enforcement of U.S. sanctions, which was supposed to help Iran's crumbling economy. That deal is now in tatters, and the regime, with its overaged leader, will have to deal with the transfer of power in a crisis situation at home and abroad. The Gaza war also puts Iran in a difficult situation. Tehran does not want the situation in Gaza to threaten Hezbollah, a key element of the regime's forward defense serving with its military potential as a deterrent against an attack on the Islamic Republic itself by Israel or the United States. 
Iran has positioned itself as the protector of the Palestinians since the revolution, but the potential destruction of Hezbollah's deterrent potential is certainly not worth the Palestinian dead civilians to the regime in Tehran. As for the United States, the last thing the U.S. administration wants is more war in the Middle East as Biden tries to prop up Ukraine, contain China and campaign for re-election. Washington's tacit agreement with Tehran to ease friction last summer was intended to delay a regional crisis, but without giving Iran formal sanctions relief and acting as a softener ahead of the 2024 U.S. elections. The supreme leader of Iran is reportedly of ill health and looking to secure his legacy. In order to achieve that he will need to install a like-minded successor, pursue a nuclear weapon and ensure the survival of the regime as an Islamist power dominating the Middle East. Getting dragged into a wider war in the region would put all that into jeopardy. Iran is among world leaders in terms of using cyber warfare as a tool of statecraft. Iranian hackers have been repeatedly successful in gaining access to emails from an array of targets, including government staff members in the Middle East and the US, militaries, telecommunications companies or critical infrastructure operators. The malware used to infiltrate the computers is increasingly more sophisticated and is often able to map out the networks the hackers had broken into, providing Iran with a blueprint of the underlying cyber infrastructure that could prove helpful for planning and executing future attacks. According to our assessment, Iran is now more likely than ever to use its cyber capabilities to attack critical infrastructure, especially in countries deemed supportive to USA and Israel and on infrastructure important for international commerce. Further, Iran can direct hacktivists into preparing further attacks, with them having already targeted the USA, Israel, Saudi Arabia or the UK. To read the full report please visit cypherma.com research. That's it for today. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast and we will see you soon with another research topic. This is the Cypherma research team signing off.